Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. It might be a new year, but it sure feels similar to most of the years we're used to seeing. Because as we sit right now, there's a very good chance that two major quarterbacks have found their way back into the NFL playoffs right about the time everybody, myself included, was willing to write him off. None the, the, not the least of which is one Aaron Rodgers. It's Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Of course, we're hanging out with you on ESPN2, but it's not Keyshawn J. Will or Max. No, you get one more sneak addition, sneak peek to Fitz and Harry as I'm Jason Fitz hanging out with Harry Douglas. Fitz and Harry starts tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow! We're one day away, my man. We are one day away. Noon to three Eastern, by the way, on ESPN Radio every day. Harry looking fly again, by the way. He's got the, the suit on, the, the tie on, uh, the collar, the little white pop of the collar and the, the sleeves on the shirt. That means you're doing first take today, right? I mean, I, you know, I do what the Lord tells. Never could have made it oh my God. without you. I do what the Lord tells me to do, y'all. I'm just going to be honest with you, y'all. On Saturday, we were in Atlanta covering (laughs) the college football semifinal. Uh, Then we were on radio after the college football semifinal to the wee hours of the morning yesterday. We we took a very early flight to watch games together all day so we could get Just tell them we got an hour and 30 minutes of sleep. We did. We got an hour (laughs) and 30 minutes of sleep. And we have spent basically the last, I don't know, 90 hours together nonstop. If we don't kill each other by tomorrow, this show is going to be a raging success. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, speaking of raging success, uh, obviously you guys can be a part of Keyshawn J. Willemax Nation on the Dr. Pepper line. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of a nice cold Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. The one fans deserve. After Aaron Rodgers got a just massive win over the Vikings, I'm sure he was sipping on a nice cold Dr. Pepper Harry because let me be clear, the Packers didn't beat the Vikings. Now, I, I picked the Vikings to win the game because I thought it would be close and the, the Vikings 10-0 in one score game. So it's going to be a one score game, it'll be fine. Well, I mean, the logic that it, you know, there's still 10-0 in close games because this one wasn't close. Green Bay went out and knocked the you-know-what out of the Vikings from the beginning. They beat them in all three phases of the game, and all of a sudden we are right back in the situation where on Sunday the Packers and Lions will be playing for a playoff spot. Yeah, when, when you think about it, you look at Aaron Rodgers, and I know a lot of people are going to look at the Green Bay Packers and you attach yourself or your mind with Aaron Rodgers, his great play, back-to-back MVP. He's done it with his arm. He's the leader of, the, of, his, of this football team. But in 2022, I just don't think that's the case. When you look at the game yesterday versus the Minnesota Vikings, I, I think that was the best complete team win that they've had in 2022. And you mentioned it, Fitz. They had a, off, uh, a special teams touchdown. Right, that that was uh, actually phenomenal by Keyshawn Nixon, who's who's been great on returns for them this season and been, been able to give them great field position. But you also had a defensive touchdown, and that defense showed up in in uh, I, I'll say moment after moment. You see, the Green Bay Packers got a punt block, but that defense stood its ground and stopped the Minnesota Vikings from scoring a touchdown and held them to a field goal. They also forced, oh my goodness, four turnovers. Mm. They forced Kirk Cousins to be Kirk Cousins that we know him to be. In big moments when certain games and certain things are on the line, Kirk Cousins wasn't that guy yesterday. Also, got to give a shout-out to Jair Alexander. Um, He wanted to shadow Justin Jefferson 
And granted, sometimes you do have safeties over the top, so I'm not just going to sit up here and say Jair, Jair Alexander had a man-to-man the entire game. You're going to have safeties over Justin Jefferson because I think he has been the best wide receiver in football this season. <clears throat> but he did a hell of a job. He even hit the grit. He hit the gritty. He did hit the gritty. After, after a pass deflection. I was I was watching that gritty moment. And I was like, I don't know if I would do that. Turns out I would. I, I would all day. I mean, look, Justin Jefferson and Harry Douglas had the same number of catches in the first half of that game. The 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 <laughs> entire game plan from the Vikings felt like a meltdown from the outset. You know, they they went out and just constantly stepped on their own feet, and that's not necessarily stunning because I think we've been all been waiting for the Vikings to sort of regress to the means like that every every analytics person telling you hey they're not as good as the record and I'm sitting there saying well at some point wins matter well this is an example of why people worry about that because the Vikings weren't even in the same class as the Packers throughout the course of this football game but it's important to note to me it's not just about Aaron Rodgers like we make everything about quarterbacks, but Aaron Rodgers has four touchdowns over the last month. Well, the, like, the four-game win streak is not about Aaron Rodgers. It's about the defense of the Green Bay Packers and how they've been able to force turnovers. And I'll bring up the numbers and the run game against the Chicago Bears. They forced three turnovers on offense. The run game had 32 carries, 175 yards, three touchdowns. Versus the Los Angeles Rams, the defense was able to sack the quarterback five times. They had an interception, but the run game, 38 carries, 138 yards, two touchdowns. Versus the Dolphins, the defense forced four turnovers against Tua Tungavaloa, and then Raheem Mostert fumbled the football as well. Now, that's a game where I would say A-Rod versus the Blitz did a hell of a job and made certain throws to help them win that game. But then the last game yesterday against the Minnesota Vikings, the defense once again forced four more turnovers, but then offensively, the run game, 33 carries, 163 yards, and two touchdowns. So the more of the story on this four-game win streak, it isn't your back-to-back uh, MVP winner. It isn't your future Hall of Famer Aaron Rodgers. It, 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 was, it isn't that bad band that has been able to get the job done. It's been that defense. It's been that run game, but also a sprinkle of special teams because yesterday that kick return for a touchdown – was very much needed. Yeah, Keyshawn Nixon has been a delight, a surprise for them. And uh, he's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. It's Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Here's what Aaron Rodgers, after the game, had to say about the fact that maybe he saw all of this coming. I still believe in myself and felt like it just takes one sometimes. Yeah, it's strange, but when we were sitting at three and six and we looked at the next three at the time, Tennessee was playing really well. Obviously, Cowboys playing well in Philly was number one in the league. And I just felt like if we get one of those, we can win the last five. And nine and eight was going to get in. I don't didn't really go around saying that because you don't really want to say, hey, if we just get one of these next three, you know. <laughs> we can maybe make the playoffs. But in my head, that's what I was thinking. Felt like we were going to beat the Bears. Rams at home, a good matchup for us. Miami was a, was a wild card, I thought. And then the last two at home, that would be winnable, even though Minnesota's obviously had a really good season. Just dome teams in the winter and just the way we've played over the years. And December and January, our record's pretty damn good uh, with me starting. So I love he got that in. <laughs> our record's been pretty bad and damn good with me starting. Also, like, <laughs> I'm constantly told, hey, man, we only take things one week at a time. It's a one and know this week, and we're on to Cincinnati. We're just worried about this week. Like, that's what everybody tells me. I just learned that Aaron Rodgers did the entire schedule game the same way fans did. We got to remember, Aaron Rodgers is a guy, he's going to make everything fit his narrative. Uh-huh. Like, it, it, once you put that in your mind, you're not going to be surprised by a lot of things that he says. Now, it's no in hell he's sitting here against the Green Bay Packers or, I mean, against the Chicago Bears and or early in the season saying, hey, if we can win this game, if we can do 
this, we can do that. That's just not how you're molded. That's not that's not what you do. I think when you do that and you look ahead, you're cheating your teammates and you're cheating everyone else around you because you're not focused on the moment at the time, which is the most important in the next game. Now, I, like I said, I just think Aaron Rodgers is going to always make it to fit his narrative and, you know, to make it some way about him. But this four-game win streak doesn't have a damn thing to do about him. Now, don't get me wrong. He, the Dolphins game, he made some throws. But the best, I think, offensive weapon on this football team right now, in my eyes, is Aaron Jones. And then you look at the rookie, Kristen Watson, and what he's been able to do. Aaron Rodgers falls in line after that. Well, this is the important thing for everybody to know. The Packers control their own destiny. If the Packers win on Sunday, uh, they will be in the playoffs. They take on the Lions. If the Lions win, the Lions uh, will then depend on the Seahawks' outcome. The, Seah- the Seahawks still part of this conversation. Now who do so, Seahawks have? Uh, I'm looking here. Seattle is taking on, if I can find it on this sheet. Oh, Seattle has the Jets at home. So, uh, as, as you see on the screen. No, no, no. If Seattle just played the Jets. Sorry. Oh, I have the wrong week up. You are correct. They just knocked the snot out of the Jets. Um let me see here. Oh, they have the Rams. Oh. Seattle has the Rams at home. So <laughs> Harry rolls his eyes at me. So the Seahawks, uh, with the Rams win and a Detroit win, would be in. The Lions, uh, if they win and Seattle loses, are in. The Packers are the one of those three teams that controls their own deck. What you laughing at? Your fate. <laughs> You're baking on the Rams. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I ain't baking on the Rams. No. no, I'm talking about the Lions. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine. It'll be interesting, too. We don't know yet. The NFL hasn't told us which game they're going to flex to Sunday night yeah. uh, because Obviously, there's plenty on the line there. So that's a lot about Aaron Rodgers and the playoffs for, for the Packers, which is a possibility. But Tom Brady and the Bucks and the playoffs is a reality. That is official after yesterday. So how concerned should everybody be? We'll debate it next. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN2. 
ESPN App Series XM Channel 80. You can watch us, hang out with us. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, a little sneak peek of Fitz and Harry that starts tomorrow, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern every day. Myself and Harry Douglas hope you'll hang out with us on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Uh, you're going to be hanging out with Tom Brady a little longer. You hope they hang out with us. Yeah, I, I, I was being nice. But I'm demanding it. Okay, Harry's demanding it. Y'all better hang out with me and Fitz from 12 to 3 p.m. every single day starting tomorrow. See, that works from Harry. Harry's See, black people don't live by no hope theory. Okay, well. We, we hope y'all hang with us now. No, see, middle-aged white people live on the, like, I don't want to be too pushy here. I don't want to be a Karen. <laughs> I just want to ask that you'll please consider uh, hanging out with us. Uh, one thing we're going to do on the show is do a little exclusive content for our podcast every day. And uh, I only tell that because anyone watching on TV right now, my eyes look like I was crying. It's because I was. Things got a little out of control during the break. Uh, all right. Uh, things got out of control on Sunday uh, for Tom Brady and the Bucks. Uh, he went off. My guy, uh, my guy, uh, Tom Brady went out and just absolutely did one of those epic moments that you see from the greats where you come out and say, I'm going to find a way to win this game. And it's funny because we were watching here at Seaport with all the NFL uh, folks. And when Randy Moss was standing there, he Randy Moss was there. The, the Panthers were winning. And, they, they were and, doing a great job. And Randy Moss was letting the whole room know that the Panthers were winning and he called it. Then Moss left. And everything went downhill. I, he should have come back because obviously Brady was waiting for Moss to leave the room with us before he went off. But my, I mean, my God, what a performance for Tom Brady! Yeah, and, it, and it's crazy because you know seeing Tom Brady and playing with Randy Moss, you would never say that Tom Brady was waiting for Randy Moss to leave. But in that particular moment, <laughs> he probably was waiting for it because as soon as Randy Moss went to go catch his flight back home, that's when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers started to turn things around. And and I'll tell you, Fitz and. Being able to watch, you know, Tom Brady for a very, very long time uh, closely, I can I can never count the man out. Uh, so many people counted him out because of his age and what he's been able to do, um, winning the Super Bowl two years ago, but just steering this team and keeping them afloat, right? Because they haven't played their best football this year. I think they've only played two games versus Seattle um, in Munich in the first game of the year versus the Dallas Cowboys. Those are the only two games I think that they played great football the entire game. Now, I say that because you have a guy in top, like Tom Brady who in the playoffs who, who's 35-12, and 12, right? He has two, uh, 10 Super Bowl appearances, seven, seven Super Bowl wins. All you want to do is get into the dance. Why, Fitz? Because you have a chance. I say it one more time, y'all. Y'all ain't know I was going to come on here and rhyme today. All you need to do, Fitz, is get into the dance because you have a chance. The chance to do what? Chance to make a run. I believe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because they're probably going to be matched up, or it's no probably, I think they're going to be matched up with the Dallas Cowboys, right? That's a team that they've beaten already this season, game one. Granted, this is not the same Dallas Cowboys team. This is not the same Tampa Bay Buccaneers team as week one. They also played them last year, a year ago. I like the chances that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have because of a guy named Tom Brady. Now, the offensive line is going to be a question. Can those guys be able to hold up? Can the defense, who gave up 341 passing yards to Sam Darnold, can they hold up? I'm banking on those guys being able to flip a switch and be great uh, for, for one outing. And that one outing is going to be against the, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and that matchup is set because uh, right now there's no chance that the Buccaneers can move up to the three seed. They will be the fourth seed. And there's no chance that anybody can catch Dallas for the fifth seed. So the first-round matchup will be the Cowboys at the Buccaneers. Uh, uh, look, I, I think you're right. Obviously, the Buccaneers have a big win over Dallas week one. 
this season did not go the way that the Buccaneers wanted it to go. Not at all. And what's amazing is, as we were sitting there talking uh, during the break, you mentioned a lot of people are out on Tom Brady. But when you look at the numbers, Tom Brady has actually had a very good year, right? For an 8-8 eight and eight football team. And that's the part of it. Like, it's hard to figure out. Yeah, their offensive line has had issues. Their defense has had issues. This was a game where Brady went off and it came down to the wire against what I think is a bad Panthers team. So there is a disconnect between having good players and being a good football team compared to the standard that we thought Tampa Bay was going to be held to. They are currently 8-8 eight and eight, uh, as they finish their season. Uh, the presumption is that they'll finish, I'm, I'm guessing, with the winning record. They'll, they'll finish 9-8. and eight. Even if they finish 8-9, nine, doesn't matter. But they play the Falcons next week. So in theory, they finish 9-8. and eight. Statistically, they look like they should be much better than a 9-8 and eight team when you look at Brady's numbers. But the fact is, that hasn't equaled wins. And so for me, no matter how good Brady is and no matter how good Brady has been, the Bucks just haven't looked like a good football team. So I have a hard time being scared of Tampa Bay in the playoffs because simply the football team hasn't looked good enough. Well, I'll tell you, the reason why you're, you're scared of them if you're any opponent is because you do, they do have the history. Right, you still have a lot of carryover from this roster when they did win the Super Bowl two years ago. And granted, every year is different. And I don't want to keep banking on what they did two years ago because they are not that football team. But if you're going into the playoffs and you're the Dallas Cowboys and you're like, okay, we got Tom Brady, we got the greatest of all time, a guy that we know at any given moment can turn a switch and just make things work. And I think Tom Brady did a great job in this game of getting the football to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, his two most valuable weapons. Mike Evans, since coming into the football league, National Football League nine years ago, has 1,000 yards in every single year. People, a lot of people take that for granted. I don't think people understand how hard that is to do. Every season in the National Football League, you equips over 1,000 yards. That's phenomenal. Chris Godwin um, had a big game as well, even though he had a fumble. He had nine targets, nine catches. His fumble kind of hurt a little bit, but I don't think the Carolina Panthers actually scored off of the fumble. But you don't want to fumble and give your opponent any opportunity because if that's a playoff game, that's an opportunity that the opposing team can use against you, right, can score points off of that turnover. I just I just look at them in the run game. The run game is a, a, another reason why I think Brady, you see – you know, the numbers from Brady because the, the run game has been non-existent. The offensive line hasn't been able to get the push, and they're so dependent, um, I think, on, on the quick game, on getting the ball into the receiver's hands and big-body guys to allow them to make plays. But Brady being in the playoffs, I think it's a good thing for the National Football League because there's always that suspense. It's the same thing as Aaron Rodgers, right? When you have two guys that are going to be Hall of Famers and they, they make the playoffs now, Rodgers hasn't made it yet. Brady's in it. But let's just say, hypothetically, Aaron Rodgers makes it. That's going to make some people nervous because of the names of those guys and what they've been able to do uh, while they've been in the National Football League. Brady, 34-45 for 432 yards, three touchdowns, and by God, a rushing touchdown. Like, you know you know, things are getting weird when all of a sudden... How, how much did Brady throw for again? 432 yards. What? And you're going to tell me people are not going to be scared of Tom Brady because he's in the playoffs. I'm not. I'm telling you people aren't scared of the Bucks. I ain't saying people aren't scared of Tom Brady. You're always scared of Tom Brady. He threw for 432 yards, and it took every ounce of that to beat the Panthers 30-24. to 24. This is not a breaking well, hot the, take. The, the Cowboys are better than the Panthers. But the Panthers have been good but the Cowboys since, are better. you know, Steve Wilkes has taken over that football team. I mean... Good or I mean they've been decent. They they've been in a position to where if they would have won that game yesterday, they would have made the playoffs. I mean, uh, correct. I get that, but like I mean, the the, the Cowboys. Now, are granted, sick. Sam Darnold had three turnovers in that game, an interception, and two fumbles. But Sam Darnold was throwing some darts out there, man. 
he was he was he was fitting some throws and some windows and throwing some 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 balls on on ropes that I was like, man, Sam Donald must be upset. He got bitched for Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I know. And PJ Walker. There, there are some brands we're scared of. Tom Brady. There are some brands we're not scared of. Sam Darnold. I'm just saying. It's a different. So we'll see if the the Bucks can put it together. In the meantime, a big day for the Bucks. It was a big day for Philly for the wrong reasons. The Eagles lose again. So how much panic is setting in for Philly now that the Eagles have lost two straight? We'll break it down next. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, Jason Fitz, Harry Douglas in for the guys on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Throws a quick one, and that's picked off by Marshawn Lattimore! Played a really bad game today uh, offensively. Right now for them, that secondary and that defense, which we thought was a championship-level defense, doesn't look to be. Definitely the most picked off that I've seen in the locker room this year. It's Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, ESPN everywhere, Sirius XM Channel 80, just all the ESPNs. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. I want to correct myself, Harry. I'm always the first to stand up and be like, whoops, my bad. The matchup between the Cowboys and Bucks is not set, right? The Bucks are locked in where they are. But the Cowboys would be in this seat as the top wild card unless, dun, 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 they win and the Eagles lose because the fall of the Eagles now has them in a situation where on Sunday they're playing for either the top seed in all of the NFC or the top wild card. The Cowboys are still in this thing because <laughs> wow. two straight losses for Philly. So thanks for everybody on Twitter, sincerely and genuinely, for pointing it out. That is my bad. I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> things have melted down for the Eagles with two straight losses. Now, on the one hand, you could say, it, well, we got the mustache man, not Jalen Hurts as our quarterback. Of course we've lost two straight games. What should the level of panic be in your mind for Philly? I think it should be a little panic because of the simple fact that Jalen Hurts isn't your quarterback right now. Um, I don't know where he is injury-wise. I don't know if he's going to play in the last game. I'm assuming he's going to play in the last game with so much on the line. But we got to remember, it also is his throwing shoulder. His throwing shoulder, and we do know 
how valuable he is when it comes to the quarterback run game. And Shane Steichen, their offensive coordinator, has done a great job, a phenomenal job this season drawing up things and designing things for Jalen Hurts in the run game. Now, since he's been out, that's one of the things that's been missing. You look at the Dallas Cowboys game, I didn't think the Philadelphia Eagles rushed the football effectively. They had 29 carries for 87 yards and one touchdown. But you actually seen the, I don't want to say non-athleticism from Gardner Minshew, but you didn't see the athleticism that you normally see from Jalen Hurts that can extend plays, that can, you know, help you get those wild plays to get your team in a position to win football games. Also, against the New Orleans Saints, the Eagles rushed the football 15 times for 67 yards. So the run game for the Philadelphia Eagles, whether it's Jalen Hurts running the football or the running backs carrying the football, has really taken a hit since he hasn't been back there. You look at Gardner Minshew yesterday in the first half. He was 6 for 10 in the first half alone for 70 yards, right? Zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. Guess how many run yards they had in the first half? Nine yesterday. Mm. You look at Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown in the first half yesterday as well. Devontae Smith had one reception for 25 yards. A.J. Brown had two for 15, and Dallas Goddard had one for 12 yards. Third downs in the first half as well. They were one for five. They had zero red zone attempts, and they were sacked five times. So not only is the quarterback position taking a hit, or the run game taking a hit. Also, I don't think this offensive line has been as polished as they need to be, especially yesterday. They gave up six sacks yesterday. And we mentioned Lane Johnson has been out. And the question lies, can these injuries for the Philadelphia Eagles come into play and haunt them down the end of the stretch of the season? And it is a possibility because you look at Jalen Hurts and you don't know how the shoulder is going to be moving forward. You look at Lane Johnson. I've had groin surgery two separate times. And I played the season and had the surgery after the season, but it's a pain and it's a pain in the, in the behind, man, trying to play um, through those groin injuries because you're so limited in, in, in so many different ways. And it got to the point to where I couldn't even hardly even practice throughout the week. I was just playing games. And now you look at yesterday, Josh Sweat, a guy who has 11 sacks, he goes out of the game with the neck injury. Avante Maddox, a guy who plays their nickel position, and I think that's where teams are going to start attacking them defensively. Uh, is that nickel spot, He ha- he's out with a toe injury. But then you, you think about C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who brought just something different, a safety that, 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 that can cover slot guys, that can cover tight ends, but can intercept the ball and, and take the football away. So those are huge losses right now at the moment. Um, can they get better? Probably so. And Jalen Hurts not being there, though, I think it, it, it speaks volume when you talk about the MVP race. A lot of people were saying, and we even heard Michael Parsons say, well, you know, he has so many guys around them. Well, when Jalen Hurts hasn't played, this team looks very much different. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily look very much different because Gardner Minshew's an incapable backup. Like, they've gotten pretty good play from Gardner at times, but to your point, there's still a drop-off, and there should be. I mean, Jalen Hurts has been that sort of an MVP candidate. There was one play yesterday, fourth and one, where they were trying the, the Philly fourth and one thing that yep. they've done. First time this year in 26 times on third and one or fourth and one that Philly was shut down on that play. And the craziest part about it is you watch the linebacker find Gardner grab his shoulder pads and just push him, almost like he was just like heavy lifting, right? Get Pushed away, him backwards. And, and, but that was the moment where I was like, you're not doing that to Jalen Hurts no. right there. Like it was just – there was such a difference 
to their ability to command the line of scrimmage and to the way that the run game is being respected is changing everything in their offense. So, you know, is there panic? Like, I'm I'm not one personally that, that cares as much, and y'all played the game, so you know better than I. But, like, a 30-day layoff, like, we're not talking, like, if, if it's been 34 days since Jalen Hurts steps on the field, uh, I, I'm not panicking about that. If suddenly I go from having home field advantage throughout the entire course of the playoffs to having to go to Tampa Bay, now I'm worried about that because it's an extra game. Like, you're just putting yourself at risk in extra time. And you're right. When you start talking about the losses, it stacks up. Tim McManus, ESPN NFL Nation Eagles reporter, said this about the mood in the locker room on primetime last night. Definitely the most ticked off that I've seen in the locker room this year. Um, you know, there haven't been a whole lot of losses, as we know, but most of them have not, not taken in stride. I mean, the Dallas one, I won't say that, but, um, but they, they know how good they are. Um, they've, they've held a good perspective about where they sort of stand. But this one, you could sense really for the first time, at least to me, you know, there was, they were fuming a bit. Well, and, and you've been in locker rooms where teams are being decimated with injuries. Like, there's a combination of like you you know the moment you're in if you're in that locker room you know the importance of trying to win you know that you got to be healthy to do it and you're watching things outside of your control like athletes love to control the controllables right yeah when things outside of your control start impacting the way your season is going I cannot imagine that that doesn't become a frustration well of course it does but you got to look at this though you got to look at who's hurt the leader of this offense the leader of this team and Jalen Hurts he's injured right now right. And it's just different when he's at the quarterback position because I'm going to use the Indianapolis Colts game that the Eagles played. The offensive coordinator, Shane Steichen, realized that that was a rough day for them from an offensive standpoint. But when you have Jalen Hurts as your quarterback, you can say, you know what? I'm going to call plays and design things for Jalen Hurts to put this team on his back to carry us and get us over the hump. When he's not out there, you can't do that. Also, when you have another leader on your team in Lane Johnson, who's been phenomenal his, throughout his entire career, and blocking for quarterbacks in the run game and then for running backs in the, I mean, in the pass game and running backs from the run game, he's not out there. That carries weight. So now other guys have to try to pick up that slack. And then also I'm, I'm looking at the game yesterday and I'm watching how, you know, the corners, Marshawn Lattimore, and those guys are sitting on certain routes. And I study the Eagles offense, and I know that based on certain formations, some of the things that they're going to run, when, you know, Marshawn Lattimore jumped the route early on in the game, then you come late and you throw another quick game and he jumps at and takes it for a pick six, why not double move him? So now as an offensive coordinator, if we're lacking certain things from the quarterback position, in which they did against the Dallas Cowboys because, you know, Trayvon Diggs is the guy that's going to jump routes. But they ran a double move with A.J. Brown and, and Gardner Minshew hit him on that ball and it should have been a touchdown, but it got it down and got him, got him a field goal, right? You still have to do that. Even though you're playing the New Orleans Saints, it doesn't change because you're playing the Saints. If you're watching the game from up top and above from the box and you're seeing certain things on film, you're seeing, seeing corners squat. But at the same time, Gardner Minshew has to make the throws when the throws are there. That corner route, that when they get in two-by-two two set, right, when you get to two receivers to one side and a tight end and a receiver to one side, they love to run five-yard unders on the outside with the corner routes. That's one of their staple plays. Or they like to run, you know, 12 to 14-yard stop routes, on the outside, and seam routes by the inside guys. That's one of their staple plays. The quarterback has to make those throws, though, when the opportunity arises. You're talking about the limitations, and I think one thing that really stood out yesterday, just watching the game, uh, again, with you and and Rex, who's going to join us in a little bit, and all the different NFL people, just looking at the way the RPO system in general, knowing when he's going to pull the ball and when to not pull the ball, 
you could see that New Orleans wasn't respecting that Gardner Minshew would pull the ball. And if they're not respecting it, then all of a sudden that whole option of some sort of RPO, some sort of play action, it all fell dead in the water in this thing. And so it just speaks to the offense doesn't click without Jalen Hurts. and you know, RPO and a zone read uh, 100%, in, in the yeah. run game as well because uh, the announcers of the game yesterday, they, they pointed it out. They showed it on replay as times that Gardner Minshew probably should have pulled the football and ran. But he's not even thinking about that because we don't think about Gardner Minshew as being a zone read type of quarterback. That's why I think it's also valuable to have, you know, your backup quarterbacks kind of similar to your starters just in case, you know, you you get in the situation where your starter goes down, but now you still have the same kind of mindset from a quarterback perspective. We want you guys to chime in on the show. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. We had a raging debate. We're going to get to it later in the show. It took over the entire process of getting ready for the show today. Is your team Super Bowl or bust this year? Is Philly Super Bowl or bust? We want you guys to chime in. Is it all or nothing for your favorite team? Triple Eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're going to get your thoughts, obviously, on on whether or not it's Super Bowl or bust. Is, is Philly Super Bowl or bust to you, uh, Harry Douglas? Are you, are you Super Bowl or bust? To, uh, give everybody a little, little, little tease on what you think on this one. I tell him when I get back. Oh, look at that. He's going to tell. All right. This is trying to pry my this, answer out of all right, me. All right. Fine. I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to stick it for him. Uh, yeah. Well, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll we're going to peek behind the curtain here. Nuno, what'd you just Oh, say? never mind. This no. is the, this is, yeah. the, this is the right. long, oh, this is the long one. We, we're not going to commercial. See, we, we're, 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 okay, we're hot route. Hot route. This is live radio. Uh, it's ESPN radio, by the way. Keyshawn J. Willemax, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. We're filling in for the guys. Uh, Fitz and Harry starts tomorrow. <laughs> I'm filibustering here. Uh, noon to three Eastern. It's, uh, starts tomorrow on ESPN Radio. You can hang out with Harry Douglas and myself. There's the commercial break right there. Yeah, there we go. That was the commercial break. There so, uh, it's interesting because Philly, like I said, they win top seed. They lose and the Cowboys win. Yep. They can end up as the, the top wild card. And it started this conversation as we were trying to figure out what is Super Bowl or bust. Because A heated conversation. That No, we got we, heated. We got, it, we got heated. Uh, me, you, Yates, Pat Costello, yeah. you know, our producers. Everybody like it, it was got, it got heated. It got heated. But I think the, the one of the interesting things about Super Bowl or bust is it really comes down to expectations. Like, And I'm not even talking Super Bowl for a second. Like yesterday, Harry and I watching the Raiders play together. Harry was laughing at me. But the Raiders lose a football game. And I, I didn't expect them to have any sort of a shot in that game. So the fact that they were in that game, I was like, this is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which reminded me of how I felt last year. I didn't think the Raiders were going to be a playoff team last year. They were. So I was like, this is fun. When the Raiders lost to Cincinnati, I was like, yeah, that sucks. But it was just awesome to get to watch a playoff game. Like, there wasn't some Super Bowl or bust expectation. A lot of these teams, like if the Lions make the playoffs this year, it's not Super Bowl or bust. But there are a handful of teams that I think are under that level of pressure. A team like the Bills, who we're sitting here saying every year we're right on the cusp of but a team like the Chiefs that are constantly saying, hey, we got Mahomes. We should be in Super Bowl bust category. The way we talk about Aaron Rodgers and, and the way we talk about Tampa Bay is always, you know, Tom Don't Brady. Don't just say, you say his name. Tom Brady. You say his damn name. Tom, Tom, about the way Tom we Tom talk Dan about Brady. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The way we talk about Tom Brady. All right, so where are you on the Eagles? Tom Edward Brady. <sighs> Thomas is at that. Now, now are you for done the with Eagles, that? I'll say this about the Eagles. Um, <laughs> I will say this. Now, before we had our discussion, I'm not, I'm not going to sit up here and say that I know everything. And I also listen to people around me. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what I think makes me a good human being, makes well, me a good citizen yeah, out it's here. It's a bit of a stretch. And I was like, no, no it, it has to be Super Bowl or bust. But then uh, I went to think about it and, and appreciate that Yates, Alan Yates, was able to tell me, hey, 
that wasn't the mindset coming into the season from a fan perspective, right? But a thing that I was explaining to Yates as well, as the season goes on, expectations do change. And I think from the sense of um, an expectation standpoint, I do believe at this juncture right now in the season, a lot of people expect the Philadelphia Eagles to go to the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. And especially you look at how their roster is con- uh, configured as well. Now, from a front office standpoint, which is a totally a total different outlook on things, I, I think the front office and the moves they've made during the season tell them that it's Super Bowl or bust. And if you look at how players think in a locker room, they think, okay, the Philadelphia Eagles, we got to go to the Super Bowl or the season is a bust. But necessarily the fan base might not think that way. Yeah, I think that's one thing for this show. Like you're coming from the mindset of somebody that was in the locker room playing. And when you're in the mindset, you know as well as anybody that the NFL is business. So next year you may not even be there. So you don't give a damn about the long run. And and I've been there because I've been on the Atlanta Falcons in 2012 when we went 13-3. And – you know, we lost in the NFC Championship game to the San Francisco 49ers and had the number one seed. And we're saying, okay, you know what, guys? We're going to be here next year. And Tony Gonzalez coming back for another year thinking the same exact thing. But no, it wasn't that in 2013. We didn't even make the playoffs in 13. We didn't make the playoffs in 14. So it's not a guarantee that you're just going to make the playoffs or you're going to be in this prime position the following year. So when you look, when players look at it sometimes from their, their outlook or front office people, they say, listen, the moment is now. We got to live in the moment because you don't know what can happen next year. Injuries could, could be a player factor. Your, your team is going to change. Everyone that's on the roster right now at the moment might not be there next year. So a lot of different things can happen. I'm going to say something unpopular here. Uh, by the way, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Uh, when the Raiders went on their run in the early 2000s and they were great, when they lost the Super Bowl, I actually looked at one of my buddies and I said, man, I'd rather not even make the playoffs and have this constant heartbreak of losing weird games in the AFC Championship game and losing the Super Bowl. I said all that stuff. I was like, I'd rather not even make the playoffs. Then I go through double-digit losses for 10 consecutive years. I'm like, screw all that logic. Like, the only problem, and and this is just my, my word to the fans. Like, if you are a Philly fan and you refuse to enjoy this season because you are Super Bowl or bust, and this season's going to be a fail. A fail of a season is what half the league is dealing with right now when you win four games. The Falcons are having a fail of the season. The Raiders are having a fail of the season. Well, don't, don't go talk about my Falcons. Well, talk I'm about just, your I'm damn just, Raiders. You, you need the Falcons. The Texans are having a fail of the season. You're going to bring my Falcons into this. And you sitting over there with Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller and Why are you trying to hurt me? Why are you trying to hurt me? And Max Crosby and all those. And Chandler Jones, you won't talk about my Falcons. No, you stay over there with your Raiders. I'm, I'm just saying. Why are you trying to like, bring my fa- damn team? Fail is, I'm saying, what's the point of watching every week if the only game that, that you're ever going to let make you happy is the Super Bowl? I know people will say that's a loser's mentality. I'll say that my entire week, every week, changes based on the way the Raiders. I'm a grown ass man. It shouldn't. It does. I can't help it. When the Raiders win, I'm happy. When the Raiders lose, I'm in a bad mood the next well, day. Well, you shouldn't have cursed them. Uh, uh, the football guys didn't like I what you said. Oh, my God. Uh, Wayne in Philly is hanging out with us on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Wayne, what you got, man? Is it super? You're an eagle. Eagles fan, obviously, Philly. Super Bowl or bust? It's always Super Bowl or bust, Harry. I mean, a fit when expectations change in the middle of the season. In the beginning of the season, I'm not going to lie, I had the Eagles going 10 and 7, 10 and 6. Won a division against the against Giants in the last game of the season. That's how I seen it play out. But expect, expectations do change during the season. And another thing, a fit, Jalen Hurts is the MVP of the league of this alone. He literally changed the RPO game. If you look back in that Dallas game, 
I counted at least seven different times where that outside linebacker on the left side jumped to the running back, and Jalen Hurts, knowing Jalen Hurts was in the game, he would have took that ball and ran it up for like 20 yards. We miss Jalen Hurts in that RPO game, and we need him back desperately. So, yes, it is Super Bowl of us. Well, thanks for the call, man. And, I, by the way, I don't disagree on the MVP comment. I think that's been made clear. But he's a Philly fan. He's a Philly fan, and he's saying that it, we've gone next. Harry's got I'm rolling this. My, I'm rolling my, my, my eyes at Yates and Pat. I'm rolling my eyes at Yates and Pat. That's what I'm this, doing this, right now. This is what happens. the nuance of his answer, I mean, though? but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Look, if you put the camera on, on Harry Douglas, if you're watching us on TV, my guy HD gets this little grin. He gets this grin like a kid in school that's like, mm-hmm, I told you. I told y'all. The minute, yeah, he's like, I can't, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, there's Robbie in Missouri. Is it Super Bowl or boss? Thanks for calling Keyshawn oh, J. Willemax. What you got? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, no, it is not. It's not Super Bowl or boss for Philly. I feel like uh, after winning the Super Bowl that we um, – we got to a point to where we thought we were going to be perennial playoff team and uh, felt like we've done that. But if we don't win it this year, you've got a young core. You've got Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown and Goddard and, uh, you know, Hurts. And I think we got a good left side of the line. So, uh, no, I don't think it's Super Bowl or bust. I think we've got an opportunity here to, to make progress. But if we don't win uh, the Super Bowl, you know, it's not the end of the world in my eyes. Yeah, don't miss your turn. GPS telling you to turn there, buddy. We don't want you to miss it. Thanks for the call. I appreciate you hanging. But did, did you see some of the things that he's hanging his hat on? He, he talked about the young core that they do have, and mm-hmm. he's not wrong about that. Mm-hmm. But in so in so many words, what he's saying that it's not a Super Bowl bus because we're going to probably be here next year. We're going to probably be here the year after that. That's not how. That might not always be the case. Yeah, but uh, and you're right. But man, if you if the Eagles win on Sunday against the Giants. They will have finished this year 14-3 and three with the number one seed. The only thing that sucks. Remarkable year. The only thing that sucks about the mindset of the phrase Super Bowl or bust is that there's going to be some fan that's like throwing things at their TV trying to be a viral sensation when, you know, the Eagles lose in the playoffs if, the, if that happens in this situation. And then they're like, this whole season's like, if you can't enjoy 14-3, and three, then why are you even watch it? Well, here's my thing. Like, when I look at, and you know, I, I follow all sports, Fitz. Of course. And you know, I love me some baseball. When you look at the Phillies, who a lot of people thought shouldn't have even been um, in the position that they were in in the World Series, but they lost to the Astros, right? But they got there. You look at the Philadelphia 76ers and how they've been a disappointment playoff-wise the last few years. Yes, a couple of years back, they lost to my Atlanta Hawks, the same Atlanta Hawks that, you know, a lot of people like to bash. But, hey, some to none. Also, that same year, the Hawks beat the Knicks. But that's a story for another day. They put a But you look at that heartbreak and, you know, the pairing of James Harden and Joel Embiid and, and what they haven't been able to do come playoff, t- playoff time, right? But then you, you got the Philadelphia Eagles sitting in this prime time spot. Now, I will say, before the season, I, and, and I give it to Yates and I give it to Pat, it, 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 it wasn't Super Bowl or bust. And it's still, I still don't think now it's Super Bowl or bust. But the expectations have changed within the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, you look at their roster and how it's constructed and how they're built, and if you're to tell me right now that 
people think anything less than a Super Bowl win, then I'll tell you you're crazy. I, you're right, but I think the Bengals are, are the exact example of what you're talking about. Like last year, the Bengals weren't Super Bowl or bust. This year, there are some pretty high expectations with them. So maybe it's changed. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. A bunch of you guys on hold. Not surprisingly, a lot of takes on the Cowboys on this. We will continue to take your Super Bowl or bust thoughts for your favorite team in order to figure out how the fans feel about it. We're always the voice of the people on this show. In the meantime, we'll ask a former NFL coach if the Eagles need to make the Super Bowl for this season to be a success next. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, in for the guys. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.